I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Um, so, this is the 100th show. I'm uh, Frank Skinner and I'm with um, Gareth and Emily. I know, we don't have any cake, I notice. I thought the bosses would lay something on for us. Well, you know, it, it could still be a surprise. Better ending. be. Yeah, I, I, I don't want. I don't want to make a big fuss about it. People at home thinking, so what? You know, do I keep counting how many times I go to work? No, I don't. <laughs> do I think? Oh, this is the hundredth time I've clocked in at this factory. Of course not. I'll tell you what happened to me last night. Speaking of um, broken Britain. Oh yeah. Um, I was with. I, I, some of you will know that um, I, I live with my girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, that's that's the twenty first century. And uh, and at the moment, her sister is 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 living with us as well. So um, me and her sister, uh, Rachel, we've got what we call the cinema club. So once a week, me and her get to the cinema because um, well, my girlfriend, having seen Black Swan, said she'd never go to the cinema again. That she'd really? rather she'd rather saw her foot off. With a, a piece of ragged wood. Doesn't that wood. happen at some point in Black Swan? I'm sure um, it does. Uh, 127 it... days, is it? Oh, yeah. Hours, Gareth. In your case, it would be days. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you could yeah. last 127 <laughs> days. I think you'd have to, the arm's got to go before then. Well, you, the arm would be so thin by then, you didn't even cut it off, you can just wriggle out. <laughs> oh, sounds quite good. Anyway, so, so I went to the cinema. We were standing outside the cinema um, in... Uh, in Haymarket in uh, London, a large conurbation in the southeast of England, and we were just standing, you know, doing those things about whether we're going to have salty or sweet, those kind of mm. pre-cinema debates. Yeah. And uh, Rachel was just finishing a uh, Chinese takeaway, and, and suddenly <laughs> there was this noise, and I thought, oh, what, what, God, what was that? And this woman next to us said, I, oh, someone threw an egg. <laughs> And um, someone going past in a car throwing an egg. Throwing an egg. An egg. An egg. Wow. Yeah, but that must have worked quite well with the Chinese food. Well, luckily, it, it, was nice all, I mean, it was all up the back of Rachel's legs and on oh, a coat. I mean, no. it, I mean, who are these people? I've had, an mind, egg, but... I've had an egg thrown in my direction. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. What was the context? Well, I, d- I was in Brighton. I was the on the front. Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I said, let them eat cake, and they didn't like it. Uh. No, and they ca- exactly very similar. There was no Chinese to soften the blow, though. No. Just, it goes everywhere, doesn't it? <laughs> what an egg. Yeah. Well, it does. I mean, they're fragile <laughs> in the extreme, <laughs> I've discovered. Well, you think about of... that before they throw them. Yeah, some it's just people, break. they must have, say, two or three dozen eggs in the back of the car. They must drive around London all night. It, it was a drive-by egging, <laughs> is what it was. And um, no Lady Gaga inside? No. Not as far as you saw. What about if I'd been hit in the face? What about that? What if it hadn't snapped? What if it had just lodged in one of my eye sockets? Wow. These people... What if, it had, what if I'd had my mouth open talking, say yawning, it had gone and wedged in my windpipe? That is a worry. Yeah. Was it mainly Rachel affected by the air? Yeah, she took the brunt of it, I'll be straight. But what, I mean, what's happened to this... Well, the thing is, though, Frank, you have been in the papers and on telly and stuff dressed as a giant chicken. Oh, you think that's what it yeah. is? Maybe that's something. Oh, God, I, Christian I egg sandwich. I need to work out which came first. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back. Anyway, thanks to Vicky Blight for the last uh, nine and a half hours. <laughs> Take me back to dear old Blighty. <laughs> yes. I want to call her dear old Blighty from now on. She's nice, actually. 
She is nice. Yeah. I'd have happily had her jump out of a cake. And oh, I'm glad you said that. A big, a big hundred. Well, it's always going to be nice, obviously. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've had... Uh, I'll tell you what I did have by way of um, special treats, though. Go on. You may recall regular listeners to this show. <laughs> yes, you four people. <laughs> that um, I, I've had a new shower put in in my um, apartment. Oh, yeah. But um, I am uh, sans... Sans... Shoped it, uh, shoped it. <laughs> I'm son soap. I'm son soap dish. You try saying son soap dish. It's not easy. I have no soap dish. Oh yeah. So I'm having to wedge me uh, imperial leather in behind the pipes. Oh God, Frank. <laughs> well, that's that's all right. That's all right for the first. It's all right for the first three washes, but then it gets to a size where it. Yeah. I, it, Frank, I, just, it won't, it won't I don't lodge. want to know about the imperial leather. It won't lodge correctly. <laughs> Anyway, a nice... I hate tr- that you I've use got, old prison soap. I've got the uh, <laughs> old prison. That's what they should have done, Absolute. <laughs> On the walls at Absolute, there are um, album sleeves that have been embroidered by prisoners. By old lags? Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably current lags, okay, presumably. Yeah. They could have done us a lovely hundredth uh, card, couldn't they? <laughs> oh. Yeah? I think that would have been nice, a few little arrows. And Do they still have little arrows? Has that stopped? No, no think- because they're not in top cats. Okay, they don't, prisoners don't have little arrows. No, they have no. mobiles and cocaine. That's what, that's what I say. <laughs> Fine, no wonder people are throwing eggs. You can't say mobiles. On okay, sorry. Radio. Anyway, I had a letter from Keith. K E E E. Oh, Keith. That's not like Keith. And he sent me uh, a soap dish. That's lovely. You can tell he's a business bloke. He said, I, and I'm sending you, I'm supplying you with one times soap holder. <laughs> 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 one times. It's not a letter, it's a chitty. <laughs> is what it is. And he's he's written from... Now, how, how much of a company name is this? You know, when there's some companies you think, God, could they get anything to sound more like a, a company? He's written to me from TAP Refurbishment. Oh. Tap. Tap, it could be. Tap. could be Tap Refurbishment, mm. seeing as he sounds so delicious. Anyway, thanks Very for that, good, Keith. Yeah. And I'll let, may I say that I shall be standing naked to that gift for that... To that um, yes, for ages. Oh, how did we get through 99 of these? <laughs> Anyway, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen about anything you like. Or send us a present. Uh, you can text us a present if you like. What 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 what's that? Have we got any taboo subjects we don't want to be texted about? No, my Leeds, certain, city of Leeds. Certain people I've dated, other than that, I'm fine. City of Leeds and extendable dog leads are out. <laughs> um, eight twelve fifteen. Our guest today is Jason Byrne. Um, I'm Roman Catholic. <laughs> What else do you need to know that's relevant to the show? Oh, I don't know. Welcome, Frank, 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 computer thinking for goodness sake someone help us this is from Lee Thomas in Japan Japan Mm. good morning Tokyo nice to be seeing you (laughs) remember that no No, Um, hello Frank at the end of your last show you mentioned that you were dreading the prospect of having to go onto the field at half time at the Hawthorns and talk about crisps especially if West Brom were 3-0 down of course as it turned out they were 3-0 up at half time Mm. I just wanted to know exactly what it was that you said. Well, I mean, I didn't say I, it was. It wasn't as terrifying as I thought. Well, the crisps. I, I mean, to be honest, I mean, just between us three, mm. I'm a bit fed up now with the whole crisp 
things. Can I be honest as well? You're becoming a bit of a crisp bore. Well, exactly. You talk about them all the time. There's not much to say about... What can you say about crisps? I've started <laughs> telling all sorts of no. lies about them. It's a very descriptive name. It kind of sums them up. Yeah. Well, exactly. And, you know, I want to be... Obviously, there's a... I mean, there was a bit where I said... And for every... Ba- I was on the pitch, and I said, for every bag sold, 5p goes to Red Nose Day. And it got a big round of applause. It was quite an emotional one, but I thought, well, I'm, what am I doing, really? I'm just appearing on a crisp bag and doing this. I'm doing nothing. Nothing for the third world. I'm wasting eggs, for a start-off, <laughs> if you can blame me for that. It was, I went on, and the, uh, the mascot was there. Oh, and yeah. uh, I, I don't know if you know, but I was the mascot once. I, I went on in the mascot outfit. Have I ever told you about that? Yeah, and you quite like the anonymity. Oh, I love the anonymity. Yeah. yeah. What is that? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and, and so he was, he's a giant thrush. Oh, yes. The mascot. That rings a bell. Yeah. And um, he said to me, I went up to him and I shook his, like, his bird hand, mm. his talon. How old? How old? Well, he's in a big suit. <laughs> How old do you think he is, though? Oh, Don't you have any idea from the voice? I'd say he's about his late 30s. Oh, I thought they were kiddies. That's awful. Oh no, no, no! You okay. couldn't trust you couldn't trust a child <laughs> in a big suit like that. Anything could happen. And he said to me, uh, "So, uh, when are you coming back in here?" I mean, in the suit. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, it was all sorts of difficult. I thought, "What? Well, it sounds like I'm joining him in there. Yeah. Is it going to be two of us in it?" He one wasn't week? in there last time, was he? Oh, I didn't notice him if he was in there. He might oh. have huddled into one of the wings. Maybe he's in the West Wing. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that was a strange uh, situation for for a start off, and uh, and then they said to me, "Oh, you've got to give a prize." One of the the guys in the in the crowd, he's won a year's supply of uh, crisps. Wow! Oh. I thought, well, how do you estimate that? Yeah, that's a good. What's I've it? always thought that. How do you know what a year? Well, also, supply is, is a year's supply. Frank, just say you're the man at my corner shop, Mehmet, who only the other day said to me, David. No, What's he called? Mehmet. Mehmet yeah. Okay. Why did you oh, say David? Not David Mehmet. No. David. No. He, um, he's a playwright. He's yeah, a playwright. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, wrote yeah. American Buffalo, didn't yeah, he? And Oliana, I think he wrote. That's a very Radio 4 guy. I thought that was <laughs> so It's not going to play no. well. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> you should be better off on absolute avant-garde. <laughs> our, our new digital channel. <laughs> Music isn't just for fools. Do you want to know what Mehmet said to me? By the way, for any estranged uh, Roman Catholics, we've got a new uh, digital channel called <laughs> Absolute Absolution. <laughs> When Father um, Dave McRae will forgive any sins that you uh, like to get across, that's absolute absolution because sorry seems to be the hardest word. Sorry, carry on, you were saying. Um, so Mehmet said to me, he said, Mehmet. Mehmet said, Do you know Mehmet. He said, Listen to what he said to me. He said, I love crisps. I said, Oh, that's lovely, Mehmet. He went, I eat so many, I eat uh, a pack an hour. I said, A pack an hour? So wow. well, how, and how many hours does he work? He, and he said, "I reckon loads." By the end loads. of the day, yeah, he has loads. But can you imagine if that was is him? He, though? Is he big? Yeah. No, he's not. He's wow. very sprightly. Well, if there's any children listening, clearly this is a <laughs> proof. I'd say this is a green light for crisp eating. <laughs> See, we have we've been told that whenever we talk about crisp, we have to say, "But I do suggest you eat them as part of a healthy, balanced diet." Is that right? Yeah. Does he eat other stuff, Mum? I don't know anything else about his diet. Mummy, that's his mum. <laughs> She's called Mummy. <laughs> David Mamet wrote Mamet. <laughs> I yeah. don't know how you say it. Wrote Glengarry Glen Ross and the verdict. 
just explained and fleshing it out. People, oh, dear, it, oh dear, oh dear. As, as I drove away from the... Uh, they gave out free crisps at the end of the game to everyone leaving the ground. Mm. I mean, what's 8,000 packets of crisps when you think about it? Yes, and right. as, I, as I drove away, these crisps were all over the streets, blowing round under my car wheels, oh, no. just my stupid face with my seven-quid <laughs> haircut. <laughs> <laughs> just blowing around West Bromwich. Just some terrible, bleak image of how I've dispersed my talent into the crisp business. What about that? Wow. I say, what about that? Imagine how Gary Lineker feels. He's been doing it for ages. He feels like death, I should <laughs> God, I, I can't imagine the, the bleak storm of his inner world. Anyway... Good player in his in his day. I uh, it is true though that no one knows this radio show exists. Can I, I say oh, I'm doing this radio? Oh yeah, are you doing a radio show? I didn't know that. No but, one does today. They, they won't text or email in. But they still say, "Oh, you're on the crisp package." <laughs> is that have I got that the right way round? I wonder. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, so, Frank, guess where I've been? I've been spreading myself all over the red carpet this week. I don't know if about that. Oh, uh, I've been at the BAFTAs. I was at the Brits as well. Oh, the, the Brits? Brits? Yeah. Wow. Did you watch it on telly? Oh, yes, well, I did I'll watch say. it on television. Well, can I just say, being there, I felt very old, Frank. I really felt my age. I mean, I kept my coat on throughout because I was cold. Hmm. That's very nana at the football, isn't it? Yeah. It really <laughs> was. I had my arms folded throughout whilst Rihanna was writhing around in front of me. Oh, Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like Rihanna? No, I tell you what. She got a standing ovation as well, Frank. I didn't stand for that. I sat, I remained seated at all times. I'm not saying that Rihanna is... is um, I'm not saying she's a talented woman, but mm. she isn't. But um, she's very keen on getting her legs out. Oh, is that what you call them? Rihanna. No, but I... I, I mean, I wouldn't normally say this about a woman, but as she's so keen to get them out, I yeah. don't think they're her best feature by quite a long chalk. Oh. They looked to me... When we used to make Guy Fawkes for begging... <laughs> we used to beg oh, at the time of the year. We used to stuff my mum's tights. All oh, right. And so they'd be stuffed in a very sort of straight, you know, um, mm. crushed-up paper. Mm. And... Uh, that's what she's got those very Rihanna those, does not have Guy Fawkes legs yeah, she, I'm, well, I'm saying that she has the legs of a, of a 17th century Roman Catholic terrorist <laughs> no she, they're not they're not her best feature she's got really? a beautiful face and all that but I would keep uh, if I was her I'd get a nice pair of Czech Oxford bags and that's what I'd wear <laughs> oh, on stage I'd, the legs so harsh no I'm well she's brought it on herself though. you know I've got a very scrawny horrible sort of toast rack <laughs> Chess. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, so I tend not to wear <laughs> sort of open-topped, you know, outfits. Mostly just toast. <laughs> yeah, wear. I wear a bit Where of toast. Where do you stand on the Rihanna leg debate? I think um, Rihanna's an attractive lady. I think oh, you went got... a bit creepy now. <laughs> she's got a lovely face. But you don't think those are her best features? The leg shot, put the legs away, Rihanna, that's my advice. She had also, sort of I a don't... big um, sparkly curtain. Yeah, she did. Well, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm not also, one that we don't indulge in The other thing that made me feel old... Oh, by the way, everyone was having champagne and vodka. Do you know what? I had a cup of tea. You managed to get a cup, cup of tea, of tea at the yeah. That reminds me when I went to see uh, Pauline Black's Penetration, which was a punk band at Birmingham Odeon, and I had ice cream in the interval. <laughs> <laughs> it was on sale. Why not? 
I felt great with my tea, Frank. That, Everyone else did you get that at the Because there's a little um, Starbucks that ran in the O2. So if you if you can get someone to go out for you, which course, I was able to. Of course you could. So I managed to get a nice cup of tea. So sat there with glasses on, arms folded, coat on, cup of tea. And then all a series of people came on. I didn't know who any of these people were. It's because they took those two draft excluders away from the door. I know those were Rihanna's legs. <laughs> right. So, so who came Cee-Lo on? Cee-Lo Green... Yeah, what was tiny temp, uh, tiny temper? I, didn't, tiny I temper. have to say, I did feel quite old watching. I didn't know any of those people. <laughs> my my favourite bit was when Tiny Temper said, because um, his single pass out, he did it with the the at labyrinth, and he said, "So have you, go- have you googled him?" Or no, you know? I know all about <laughs> him. He's that. so googled. He's so googled. My fingers on the pulse, and um, he it? said, oh, I, yes, can't- "I can see that lentil under your nail." <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't accept this award without Labyrinth. I can't accept that. Well, that's what he was saying, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And then there yeah. was that horrible silence. And then just horrible silence. That was awful. So, Ooh, and no. what? Labyrinth got lost. Yeah. If your name's Labyrinth, you can't get lost. Oh, I and see. And then, Frank, then a man ran on and set fire to himself. Oh, God, I know that terrible. I, I thought, thought I was, was crying. I had tears in my eyes. I thought it was you, real. Yeah. I thought there'd been an accident. <laughs> I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought James Corden had been lighting his own wind. <laughs> And because uh, he has that look about him as a man who'd light his own wind, and and I thought it had gone wrong, <laughs> and he'd just been running around on fire. I mean, it would have been one of the great uh, yeah. Brits, right? Yeah, yeah. he would have still cool. gone better than I did. Wow. To be fair, <laughs> all the celebrities were there. Oh, I saw Tess and Vernon were there. Well, I don't think they had. I don't know if they had a seat, but they kept just standing. It was like they were gate crashing. They never sat down. They were just milling around, moving from table He's to table. Probably trying to talk her out of a sulk. <laughs> They probably had a row and cheese. Um, come on, we're going. He's going, oh, come on. Oh, no, don't go. Oh, don't go. He's probably saying all that. Oh, yeah. I um, I was playing the ukulele for most of it. What, right? throughout the Brits? Yeah, I was at home. I wasn't there. Oh, OK. So they'd say, and now it's... Um, See Lilo okay, Green. So I didn't hear anything that they sang. What about Niles Barkley, they weren't well they weren't very good. They're not on it. That was CeeLo Green that Niles Barkley four years ago. And also take that and as what Gareth calls the apocalypse clothing. I don't like those outfits. I don't think it's quite right. You were a bit concerned about Robbie Williams, weren't you? Well, Robbie Williams used to be the king of the Brits, and now he's just in the background looking bitter. Yeah. I was worried about that. I thought I would not have been stunned if he just suddenly took out an automatic rifle and, <laughs> and took se- seven or eight people away. Not just fellow band members, but people that just happened to be in the... He had that look about him. It's only a matter of time before he goes postal. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Cheryl Cole... Yeah. ...described... Um, Rihanna as um, my girl crush. Oh yeah, she did. Well, not yours, it seems. Well, no. Like I say, great, great newsreader. Rihanna would be <laughs> beautiful newsreader. <laughs> it's one of their so God, she's beautiful. That newsreader. I saw her out the other day. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we should talk about that. Uh, do you have a same-sex crush, Em? Wow. Save it because we're okay. going to. I'm going to play a track I okay. really, really like. And I'd just like to get into that. I don't want to go into it off filth. I understand. Do you know what I mean? I want to go into it. I feel bad about Rihanna now, but I've said she's got a beautiful face. Yeah. Great top half. If you want to make it physical. Great top half. I'm talking about a footballer. But she's a ball. She is a game of two halves. That's what she is. (laughs) But I wouldn't normally talk about one. But she's made... She's so, you know, get your clothes off. She's made it that you can't not talk about her in those terms. Mm. So she's brought it on herself. 
Well, there you go. She's doing ever so well, though, don't you? Oh, she'll God, I don't think she'll, don't you think she'll care about yeah. me doing a show that no one's heard of for a bag of crisps? <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. That's um, Oh Pity by Cashier Number 9. Number 9? <laughs> number 9? No, some of you who've texted in this morning might have thought, well, they haven't read my text out. Yeah. That's because we've only just got the machine working that sends a text. So what we've had now is an avalanche. So there might be a brief period yeah. while, uh, while that goes on. But thank you for your text. We just thought that um, you didn't care and you'd stop texting. But uh, well, There's lots of lovely texts. Is that? Nice one. Can you give me an example just off the top of your head? Well, there's a few people texting and they've had egg incidents as well. Is that right? Yeah. Is there, is there a spite... There's a spate of eggs. Mm. Michelle. Michelle from Lee. Michelle is a good person to have an egg <laughs> incident. She's called Michelle from Lee. That's a bit odd. Oh. Mm. She says, Frank, re-eggs. I went to see Dartford. Re-eggs? Is that the one with the square legs? <laughs> Re-egger. No, go on. Sorry. She went to see a school. I'm actually not going to name the school. No. Um, but it was a secondary school option for their daughter. Walking back to the train station, car passed at high speed and I was hit. Covered in gunk. Heart racing, violated. Well, it's a fabulous... Uh, it's a sort of turn into a telegram at the end. <laughs> then she says... Well, she then adds, a few minutes later, they came back for my hobby. We'll never go to Dartford again. So don't go to that school. No, that's whichever one it may be. So, so it is, it's not... I thought it was... It had never happened to anyone before. Well, that was the way I was feeling about There's loads of people out there, Frank. Well, um, Rachel says the death... The egg definitely came first. Um, chickens were descended from dinosaurs and they lay eggs... Oh, I see. Mm. But it, the the text has gone off now. And it's text has gone again. Yeah. Oh, something's happened. Uh. Oh, OK. So thanks for that brief little... It was like... Um, <laughs> if you can imagine there was just a slight happened, slit in the curtain, the dark curtain <laughs> that's fallen on us. We are separated from the outside world. There was a moment when the light shone in. Oh, it's beautiful. I could feel it on my I've face. I've got it back, I've got oh, it back. It's back I've again. It's tremendous news. It's light and dark. It's like being... You know, we're in a car driving down a, a, a sort of, sort of tree-covered lane <laughs> and, and, the, and the sun is sometimes there, sometimes not. It becomes intermittent. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so what about anyway? Same sex crushes. <laughs> oh yeah. So you wanted to know mine, Frank? Yes. Well, I'm reluctant to say it because there's the obvious one. I know everyone says it, but Subo, obviously. But <laughs> as well as that, mm. I thought if she was my same sex crush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the great thing about her. She's like the Swiss something, Army penknife. Something for everyone. Yeah. Um, I do like Alexa Chung. I really oh, like her. Do you know that one, Frank? Yeah, don't start me on that. Don't you like her? No. Oh, she's one of my favourite girl crushes. Why I was, not? I was walking across... Um, is, it, I, is it called the Jubilee Bridge? Oh, no, the Hungerford Bridge, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. It crosses the Thames. And she was there doing a link oh, for um, whatever was that day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's no excuse for that. Um <laughs> For that, whatever, what was that pop program? Oh, T4, that T4 yeah, oh, that used pop to do. program. Yeah, pop world. Sound like me at the bridge. And um, I said to her, Oh, shall I, shall I join you for this link? What did she say? And look, obviously joking. And she went, um, <laughs> and looked at me like I was, like I was just scum. 
Oh, dear. And I thought, that's me. I mean, it might have been, she might have been nervous, preoccupied. It could have been a one-off. I don't care. Maybe it was your £7 haircut. She might have been judging you. Well, maybe, compared to a £7,000 haircut. <laughs> maybe it did look bad. Yeah, so, no, she's my girl crush. What about yours, no, She's got a very... I mean, she has, she's a beautiful Spectacular woman. Spectacular board. Um, she's a beautiful woman on the outside. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Gareth? I'm liking, um, I'm liking Andrew Garfield... The oh, okay. he's going to be the new Spider-Man yeah. from the social network I know him yes yeah, oh you like oh no you see I wouldn't like no. he's going to be hairy do you think <laughs> if oh. you've got to go same sex I want someone who's, who's going to be smooth mm. but i tell you what put me a off a reptile in. type Duncan Goodhue is mine oh. no no it isn't no. <laughs> no. no who's yours and then I'll tell you what put me off see, I think, imagine if you was walking down the street and someone threw Duncan Goodhue out of a speeding car <laughs> be a oh. while before you'd actually registered you hadn't been uh, mine, funnily, coincidentally, um, would also be from uh, Social Network. Oh. What about that? Wow. What, Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, he's one of oh, mine. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why, but I find him That's strangely compelling. I was thinking this week that I think all men are either the Andrew Garfield character or the Jesse Eisenberg Are you actually character? thinking that? Thinking God bless that. you for having such a thought. Yeah, and so maybe, you know, that's... You know, and we look for our other half. It's somewhat, uh, it's somewhat specific about... He looks puzzled. He always mm. looks puzzled, Jesse Eisenberg, and I like that yeah. in a partner. <laughs> I That's do. the look I'm after. I don't want people thinking that I just like he, yeah. he's my type. I don't want Rupert Grint <laughs> sitting at home thinking, I'm in here. Because I'm sorry, Rupert, but you very much aren't. He it's, doesn't look puzzled at all. No, no. he's not puzzled. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's not troubled about anything. He just no. goes through life well, Frank, like a I've, fool. I actually have a massive crush on Jesse Eisenberg. You so, as well? Yeah. What a three in a bed that could be. Oh, we could We could do a fivesome. Me and Andrew Garfield, you we and Eisenberg. We don't, want, Eisenberg. We don't want you to. <laughs> That'd in the be bed. great. We, we, we could be up for that. We need a duvet. You could make one out of web. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's tonight sorted. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Oh, by the way, Jason Byrne is with us after the news. Yeah. Oh, JB. JB, as we call him. Yeah. Do we call him that? We do now. Anyway, very funny man. He'll be on after. Uh, what else? So um, the listeners will be very excited to hear that I've spent a lot of time on the train again this week. <laughs> oh, you are oh, a bit of a train yeah. enthusiast. Always <laughs> good. We need to get some... <laughs> some train-type music to play under this... Uh, you look like a train enthusiast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you oh, do sorry. <laughs> so, so what happened on the train? Um, so I was... This week, the... Um, because... Um, sometimes technology throws up um, new moral conundrums. And <laughs> loving, loving that. Train. Like, Can I get that on a T-shirt? <laughs> yeah, I think so. The train is not new technology, but I was I was watching. I had eight hours a day on Tuesday and Wednesday on the train. Were you Trans Siberian? Went, went to um, Edinburgh oh. and back. Oh, um, and I had um, so to pass the time. I had The Sopranos on DVD. Oh, I can't bear that. Do you no, not like it? Awful. Why not? Oh, don't you hate it, Frank? Well, to be honest, I got the box set. I watched the first seven so episodes. And I thought, I've seen it now. I was Italian <laughs> and going, Hey, Tony, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I I've seen hey. this. How many times have I seen this in films? <laughs> Italian people shooting people. Oh, yes. I hate, it was like some terrible 80s pizza advert. Anyway, as no, you were. The genius of the extended series is that they, you know, making something happen in slightly different ways over and over again over a very long period of time. It's that you're selling it very well. <laughs> they should use you in the trailer. Well, what they do to spice the Sopranos up is they have sexy scenes. 
Well, they use curry to sell sausage in, my, <laughs> in our house. Trust me, none um, of the people in that show are sexy. No, it's kind of gritty, kind of dark, so they have scenes in a strip club where suddenly there's topless women. Oh, do they? Yeah. Well, I, I had no idea. And then very gratuitous violence. Oh, all of a sudden, someone's head will be half hanging off no. and all smashed in. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's difficult to watch on the train, because I get very paranoid. I'm worried about the other passengers... And I'm worried about someone looking over my shoulder and seeing a scene from a strip club and just thinking that's all I'm watching. When yeah. the, the actual amount of... I might of, think of it's, 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 a very... vi- it's something you've shot with your video file from <laughs> yeah. the previous night. Yeah, or some sort of well, satellite under- link-up. I can understand you. So I have to, and you have to be very careful, like angling. So I was angling the laptop and I was just, you know... Oh, wh- that sounds a bit sleazy, angling. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw a man on a train angling <laughs> a laptop, I'd know what was going on. <laughs> And I was just worried someone was going to tap me on the shoulder and say, excuse me, I think you're disgusting. Yeah. What, again? <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> no one's done that for weeks, have they? Well, I, I always worry they're going to do that when I'm not in first. <laughs> I've never watched um, uh, a TV or film on a... on a. I've never... I'm not that kind of public no. transport. If there's one on the plane, I'll, but I wouldn't take my own. I'm not a person who mm. takes my own DVDs. I've done my own... I've done, I've done tweezing. I've tweezing hairs oh. and things on the plane. Tweezing? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, when you get the tweezers when you pluck hairs You've done that on public hair. transport? Yeah, I've done oh, that. No. no, on my eyebrows, Frank. No, that's... Um, I'd say that's inappropriate. Really? Oh, well. Sorry. Having said that, I've had um, the full physicals on an <gasps> airplane. Oh, goodness. Oh, What I remember, I walked out of the cubicle and there was, there was an orthodox Jewish man standing there, full locks, beard. Don't give a deal. He had a hat on. <laughs> He had the hat on on the plane. I don't know if he was anticipating an accident. <laughs> and he looked at me. He, obviously, he went to go in the toilet. And I said, it's busy. <gasps> As if I'd gone in and checked thoroughly and thought, gone, gone in, there was someone in there. I said, oh, sorry, it's busy and gone out again. It's awkward. Mm. Oh, fine. I don't look back on it with any joy. How do you think she feels? Well, I don't know. I stopped reading the letters about <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> anyway, yes... Uh, uh, a lady walked past and put it in perspective, though. She had four children with her, you know, when they're going in the Oh, I thought you might have changed the Zoom. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and it was quite a posh lady. And as she was walking along with all her four kids of various sizes, she said, well, I never wanted to have four children. And I thought... Are you sure this wasn't in The Sopranos? <laughs> yeah. No, she said that so. as she went yeah. past. My dad my... said that. It never bothered me. Look how I've turned out fine. Anyway, if you've ever seen inappropriate <laughs> behaviour on public transport, do let us know. Whether it was you, whether you saw it reflected in a mirror being done by you, or whether it was... I mean, keep it fairly clean. I feel I've already broached uh, an area. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute the cakes have arrived <laughs> not from the absolute management but from no. our own producer and associate producer Emma and Daisy but it's nice to keep it internal yeah that's what I always I'll, say I always say that yeah, yeah, yeah swallow it down keep it inside oh internalise <laughs> no I meant your emotions yes what are you talking about so that's lovely they've and got, we've got cakes with our pictures on they've got our pictures and they're from my favourite cake shop which I don't think I can say on Absolute Radio because it's a rude cake shop you is say it, it oh well don't say it no, no. anyway um, it's, uh, yeah, spell it's, it it's not rude spelling no but let's not even okay. say it the texts are coming back I'm still back recovering from the Not The Weekend podcast that went down very well with our listeners I'll yeah, have you I, was, I thought we it found seemed level. like it was it wasn't crude but it felt like it was <laughs> Um, so trying to get away from all that stuff. You, but, you know, I had 20 years of that, <laughs> being known as Mr Dirty Mouth. <laughs> I've tried to clean up my whole act. 
Frank Sarah from Cambridge says hi Frank Emily and Gareth me and my boyfriend Andy are on our way to Birmingham to visit Frank Star on Broad Street we love you oh I think that is so nice they can't be going just for that I think they are no please no are they (laughs) no please no oh really oh no they can't that must that that's incidental in there no it says we're going to Birmingham to visit the star Yes. Well, they might. They might get to see. It's outside Flair's nightclub, so they could pop in well, there for could, a drink. They should, combine the whole they thing should see the other sites around there. Don't yeah, they? I think. Yeah, they shouldn't just do that. They can do um, what's it called, Oceana or something, the Ocean mm. World place. There's a. Doesn't Ozzy Holder have a star there as well? He has a star. They can go Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Cinema. Do the, tr- do the triumvirate. <laughs> yeah. That's so what I say. Bloke from the Archers has got a star. <laughs> got, got Harvey Nichols now in in Birmingham, haven't they? They got a Selfridges, a tiny one. They're looking like that. Yeah. What they got in Bournemouth? Nothing. Yeah, really nothing. Just remember that when That's you're looking at me in that nice tone. Though. Please let me back in. What else? <laughs> I live there. Um, hi Frank. Egged. Someone got egged at V Festival three years ago. Well, I expect that. Watching Kasabian. Yeah. I bet it was the Chelmsford. Am I right? Um, I d- it doesn't say. Roth, very rough. Yeah. Um, I- oh, sorry. Do we promote the V Festival? Yeah, we probably do. Do we? That's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's the best thing ever. I'm always at festivals, me. Um, Frank, (laughs) Rick Bartlett, I don't know if that name's familiar to you. It does ring. It rings a bell. Oh, Frank! It rings one of those little bells you get on handlebars. Well, that's because Rick Bartlett has sent in a text saying, I would like to congratulate Frank for learning to ride a bike. Well, that's exaggerated. He was a great student and he achieved lots in a very short time. A pleasure meeting you, Frank. Rick Bartlett, cycling instructor. Oh, he gives his title. Quite formal. Yes. Yes. How was it, Frank? Can you ride a bike? I can ride a bike. I can't (gasps) stop. (laughs) Why? Why you don't need to? Well, I, I mean, I was on it for, you know, I was uh, two hours after he'd gone. I was riding it in the dark. I just couldn't. I can't work out. I really struggled with stopping. What I did was I just leapt off. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. Didn't you put your feet down or something? Well, oh, the, 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 to be honest, the, the bike, the bike my manager bought me was a bit big for me. Oh, oh no, that's a, bit, a problem. It was. It's a penny farthing. <laughs> And braking on it was. Uh, Were there no brakes? You didn't cut the brakes. I, I mean, I was wearing a tweed knickerbocker. I'd gone, I'd gone the whole hog. But um, no, I, I struggled to, uh, to to stop. So we, you? you know, so we. But you started all right. I'm really impressed. How long like, did it take you to get going? No, not long at all. Once oh. I'd pushed off, I was going. I mean, I, I could feel it the next day. I yeah. felt like that moment. Well, because you hadn't stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Well, exactly. I did start. Eventually, I, I collapsed with exhaustion and just <laughs> fell off. Um, but uh, I was nearly eaten by foxes. Oh, no. But anyway, I um, I felt the next day, like, if you can imagine how a wishbone must feel just before it <laughs> separates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had that yeah, feeling in the very yeah. core oh. of my being, if you brickly, see my meaning. Brickly, you were. But, oh, Frank, uh, congratulations on the bike riding. Well, like, I mean, I, I don't think I could go on the road. I had a bit of a... I had a bit of a moment when a woman had to uh, had to break suddenly because of my wobbling, and she actually skidded a bit. That was an incident. Oh, no. Maybe more of that after, but it was uh, that was harrowing. But Rick was uh, he was a fabulous teacher. Yeah, I think we're going to do stop in next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we only have this excellent. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. 
Jason Byrne has joined us. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How lovely to see you. Yeah, re- can I just say, as I was sitting outside waiting, just quickly, Frank. Waiting? I, you're mad. I, you're I was, obsessed with waiting. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just tell you, I was looking at the Comedy Awards. You get these cards for the Comedy Awards in Edinburgh, and uh, it shows you all the people that won it, okay? And I swear, this you can check this, Emily and Gareth, but in 1992, Steve Coogan and John Thompson, right, it shows their picture winning, mm. and they're in colour. And there's no me- just as it gets to yours in '91, it's in black and white. <laughs> yeah, that was. I think that was when. I think that was when colour photography came in. '91. It just goes you and Sean Hughes in black and white. <laughs> it's not that. Yeah, they're trying to say something there. They try to identify us as comedy past. I don't know. Isn't it bizarre? I don't. '91. I was only left school. There's definitely colour. Yeah. What? Do you left school in '91 and I won the Perrier Award? No, I left school in '89. Okay. Did I just do misinformation there, was it? That's mm. all right. Just threw me a little. If you're going to tell me any more lies, just give me a warning. Known liar Jason Byrne is coming up. So, Jason Byrne used to be a waiter. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, Not in an amateur way, but in an academic trained way, am yeah. I right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Like, uh, I went to catering college because I wanted to do hotel management because I thought, you know, I, I'm not too bad with people, so I'll try that. Mm. So I went into waiting college. And <laughs> it's not called waiting college. No, well, I, don't, well, no it's, I think it's called case. But it wasn't a college. It was a weird place. It was like a, like a, like a mid stop for. Anyway, there was lots of ex cons around me working with me. This is. They were all very strange people. Well, they're good at waiting. Uh, no, not really. They got. Because oh yeah, because the guy who was teachers, he, he used to pretend he was a customer, and they used to have to walk over. And they got a little bit too angry now and again with him. <laughs> yeah, and they just went, "Oh, just what do you want?" But one of the, one of the things we did was I remember holding a tray. And we had to put an apple on the tray and go around an obstacle course. Like, hold a tray over your head and see if you could actually balance something on a tray oh, when you walked around. It, it's like hole in the wall. <laughs> that could be around on hole in the wall. <laughs> to be fair, Frank, that's quite easy, though. One apple. No, but the apple would roll around the tray. Oh, yeah, but okay. well, did you then, if you got good at that, did you do an orange? Oh, yeah. That'd be the test. Do you know what? Thank God you weren't there. <laughs> Open the Start game. Start with a banana. <laughs> Get your confidence yeah. up. <laughs> and did, yeah. you, did you ever use your waiting? Um, yeah, no, I went, I actually then went straight into bar work then. Um. So I did use my tray skills. <laughs> because the worst thing oh I, I was because I remember walking through a room with a tray you know, tray was oh, my oh, major yeah yeah it was actually <laughs> <laughs> but I remember walking through and I remember how they're like called little baby little bottles and it was, one of them were on the edge and I was holding a tr- putting drink on a table for this, these people and the baby bottle just fell over really gently and just oh. went down the back of this woman's top oh no but it, but it actually oh. looked as if I did it on purpose and you, said, and you said, take that on with your love. Yeah, that's for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I put a gin on her back as well. <laughs> and I put a lemon in her mouth. No, oh, I didn't. I'm loving it. So, um, you, you're about to go on tour. Yeah, I have... Uh, well, I'm doing Leicester Square Comedy Theatre. I've got my last one tonight. And then I have to go to uh, Australia for ten weeks. And do, oh, do what a shame. I, I have to. I have to go have to, to Australia. Well, the great thing was... Uh, the great thing about going to Australia is that they, you know, they love the comedy so much. Because I'm going to Brisbane, you know, where the floods were. Oh yeah. And uh, during the floods, I sold 200 tickets. And really? Uh, yeah. I was going. They were like literally sitting in boats and stuff, and fl- and they went, oh, I think we need a bit of a laugh. And they must have been on a line or something. I don't know. They couldn't even get out of their houses and they uh, uh, Fabulous. I know. So we're going to be going there. Then Melbourne. Is it Brisbane. Um, is it dried out now? I think there? it is. Yeah. There's not. There's not really. Me- I mean, Aussies are brilliant at getting on with stuff. Yeah. They don't really moan too much about it, you know. They, maybe it is, but we're not really going to hear much more about it now. You could be on a raft. <laughs> yeah, I could. Be. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be fine, wouldn't it? Be a It'd fabulous be like experience. Kevin Costner's movie. You remember that one that flopped? That he was in the water. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Waterworld. Was it? Oh God, yeah. 
Yeah, well, what was that? The whole world was covered in water. Was that what it was? Yeah. And we all had to live. Oh, that, hence the title. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's, that's water yeah. world. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> I was them ages to think the title of that. There was a bit at the end that they found that wasn't. No. They did find an island. No, that was did the they? sequel, I think. Oh. Water oh, did he not go around with a bit of muck or a bit of uh, thingy in his. Anyway, why they discussed <laughs> um, the plot of Waterworld, <laughs> I can listen to some music. Great. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With Treebor Soft Mints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolute Radio. Jason Burney's with us, and Hello. Jason, I yeah. read. Now, I think of you as a comic who could basically play to any audience. Yeah. But you played to Man United, the players and the. Well, when I see, read that, I thought, Whoa, what was that like? Yeah, well, you see, what happened there, this was, uh, they said, um, can you do the Man United Christmas party? Right. And I went, yeah. I didn't even, you know. You're a, you're Man, a United Man United fan. fan yeah. So yeah. I didn't even, I, I didn't even think, I just went, brilliant, I'll get to meet the players. I've never met any of them. So I arrive uh, <laughs> to the, into, into Manchester, head towards the stadium, the car takes a slight right and turns towards the car park of the stadium. I'm going, oh no, I think we should be going in there. And the man goes, no, I was told to bring you here. So then I get in front of a marquee and I go in and I go, oh, wow, it says someone who's organising it. What players are here? And she goes, sorry, what players? <laughs> yeah, players. is like, who's in there, like Gigs and Rooney and yeah. all of that. And you're going, no, 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 this is just for the staff of Man United. Oh, <laughs> and no. I went, what? <laughs> and, and they went, yeah, but, you know, Peter Kenyon's in there, you know? And I went, oh, okay. Okay, and I went in, and then it was a nightmare. I went in, and it was a stage. But the stage was done out, like, probably about 60 foot long by 40 foot wide, with a barrier around it. All people sitting around it having their dinner. Basically, I found out that in Man United, the staff, you know, there's the cleaners and there's the pitch, people who work on the pitch and the lines, people mark out the lines. They all only know each other, like, you know, in groups. Right. So they're all in their little groups. So okay. they weren't. They had no connection to each other whatsoever. No community yeah. spirit. I was in the middle of the stage, trying to look over barriers at people, right? And they were just. They couldn't hear me. No, I couldn't even see where Peter Kenyon was. Just going, oh my god, he's, oh my god, I'm dead. And Alex Ferguson wasn't there either. He didn't even turn up. So that's all. Might be the blessing in disguise. Oh yeah, fair. thank God, right? But then, right, I did me gig. Right, barely got through it. it came off and oh my god, that was a nightmare. And the reason for the big stage is that they were bringing on an acrobatic fire act, which like these. 20 people came on started Sounds doing like the acrobats Brits, yeah, yeah and they were spinning around and doing fire stuff and everything and they did this amazing show and when they finished I swear to god literally just went <laughs> <laughs> well that's something isn't it <laughs> Thank God for small mercies. At least they didn't go well. But it was my last gig of the whole year. So I went back to my hotel room and had a party on my own. I I got a bottle of red wine and I uh, downloaded the uh, hits of the 80s. Oh, and I, and, I, and I sat in my underpants <laughs> just oh. and danced with my earphones on. You don't want it to be the last gig of the year. That's no. like when England played really badly yeah. before a long break. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I was going, Man United, come on. So I didn't... I, I was looking at your um, your sort of uh, biog. Yeah. I didn't realise you'd done so much acting stuff. You were a, you were a lizard in yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, that was bizarre, yeah. I, no, I didn't... I, I'm not aware of an Alice in Wonderland with uh, Whoopi Goldberg in it. Did I miss... They keep saying, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. She was in it, yeah, and Gene Wilder was in it, and Robbie Coltrane. It's, it was made for TV. It's oh, always right. on every Christmas. Oh, is it? Yeah, you'll always see it. I'm the White Rabbit's Gardener. You're a lizard. Yeah, but I'm a lizard in it, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not... It's, they only did my face up with prosthetics. 
but I'd never acted in my life and I'd never been in front of a camera that was the first time ever in this big huge studio where they'd made like they were making this this movie and the, I'll never forget because the white rabbit was this little man called Kieran, and he was he was great and he'd take off his head and then have a fag yeah and he was a stunt man for children which was uh, just this amazing little fella, and then what? The, the day he was a stunt man for children. Yeah, he's a stunt man for children because he, he was small. Oh, yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah, I thought you meant at children's parties. <laughs> <laughs> he ran through walls. That would have been brilliant. <laughs> dip, dip, dip. Oh, <laughs> but the weird thing was then I was with another guy who was my assistant gardener. It's all getting very complicated now, but he was about seventy-five. But he was James Joyce's nephew. This day just wouldn't end, right? Just, yeah, how James the, Joyce. How the mighty have fallen. I know, it's going, what? And he lived with James Joyce in Paris, this man. Blimey, and now he was uh, the assistant to a lizard. Yeah. From James Joyce, one of the best right, Irish writers ever in the history, and then there he was, yeah. He was don't say that thinking the absolute listeners don't know who James Joyce is. No, sorry. Absol- yeah, uh, we, well, get, we had a Finnegan's Wake phone in last week. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah, probably, we've phone. only asked you in to read some of the answers, <laughs> but I couldn't make head or tail of them. No, you're dead, right? Frank Skinner. Rolling in the deep. <laughs> by it go Adele. like that? <laughs> Doesn't the it? Rolling in the deep. Adele. I? I saw it, Adele was on the Brits, wasn't she? And yeah. Doing a very uh, sad. And James yeah. Corden said that thing about you don't need pyrotechnics and backing no. dancers and all that. He said that at the Brits, <laughs> which is essentially nothing but. They've just been a stuntman on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she was cry- She actually cried during the song was oh. so sad she cried. And then I saw her and I thought, oh, oh you know, how moving. Oh. It reminded me of when Cher Lloyd <laughs> cried on... Um, mm. Remember that? And, uh, and then an hour later they cut to her just in the crowd and she still looked a bit teary. An hour later. Or oh, maybe she was next to me with my grim face. I'm thinking, it, you know, it, it wasn't emotion, it was conjunctivitis. Yeah. <laughs> Allergies. Yeah, also, I don't want that much emotion. Do you know what I mean? Calm down. Anyway. Um, we've had a couple of texts in. Good. We've had one in about Black Swan, Frank. Oh, yeah. Which says, Can't help wondering why your girlfriend disliked Black Swan so much. Surely there are hundreds of worse films, and I thought it was worth it for the effects alone. Could you clarify this, please? From 060. Yes, 060. Um, <laughs> you've never been more wrong in your entire <laughs> life. I saw it, I tell you what I thought, and I'm sure you're a lovely person, I appreciate you texting in. I thought it was a posh horror film. It's what people who are posh think a horror film should be. It means horror, yeah, go on. Yeah, exactly. And um, I thought it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> I mean, I one of the words... I, I was appalled by it. I didn't, I didn't come out of the cinema thinking, oh, I didn't like that much. I was appalled that it existed. Yeah. He really hated it. I've heard that it's a love-it-or-hate-it film. I no, I think you'll find it's just a hate-it film. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what it's got. It's got too much acting in it. There's a lot of acting. <laughs> you know when people are doing a lot of acting? You can tell yeah. Natalie Portman thinks, right, I'm really going to do some yeah. acting now. And I don't want that. Just tell the story. And there Frank. is no story. There's no character <laughs> development. starts off, it's a neurotic girl, a stupid... Hatchet face mother, some creepy, How dare you? creepy, lechery old teacher, and an odd American girl who seems a bit wild. That's how they start, and that's how they end the film. No one develops, no one learns anything, there's no journey. They die, 
die and I wish they'd died two minutes in. If you don't do anything else this, this well, year, don't end. go and see Black Swan. Oh, he's given away. No, they, they don't. They but no, there's Cow always... Pest. There's... <laughs> <laughs> There's, you're right, there's always the angry sort of uh, dance instructor. You will never be the black swan. You yes. don't have it in you. I remember Dr Samuel Johnson said of the poet Thomas Gray, he was very dull, but he was dull in a new kind of way, and so people thought he was interesting. Oh. <laughs> That's what it's That's like. That's what you think. It's a bit like she wears a white fluffy scarf when she <laughs> walks around town. Swan. Oh, to remind us of the <laughs> swan imagery. How very clever. And this thing that she trained for 18 months to dance. Well, she just didn't eat, basically. Yeah, but, but so what? What's um, that got to do with it? She did win the BAFTA, though, because I went to the BAFTAs. Yes, I did. I know she won. Yeah. There was much booing and all the language from my girlfriend when she won. Really? Because we both hated the yeah. film with a vengeance. Oh, dear. I'll tell you what was a very actory thing. You know we talk about Fresh Flame... Flash frames <laughs> when you stop fancying someone. Yeah. Yes. Well, my Andrew Garfield um, crush ended when he said, um, oh, David Fincher would like to be here to collect this award, but he's um, in another country preparing his next gift for us. Mm. Oh, that sounds a bit awful. I don't like the sound of that. No, maybe he was just wrapping socks, <laughs> though. <laughs> I think he buys the people he works with quite <laughs> right. a nice little... By the way, we had some cakes coming. Did we mention we had cakes coming? Cakes. No, uh, I can't remember, but we have. And they I got think we did. Us. Yeah, yeah we cupcakes did. with us. And I like eating stuff with me on. Crisps, <laughs> cakes. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just draw me on a banana. <laughs> <laughs> just for the sake of that. I kind of... I enjoyed the BAFTAs more than the... Uh, I enjoyed them. Well, well you were on like... it. There was, a, there was a shot of you oh, in yeah. the crowd. That I was... was brilliant. You had glasses on. It's, I mean, I that's the last see. thing. Your big moment, you had glasses on. I couldn't see. I was, so, I was like, sitting there and I couldn't see. Oh, no. I think they look quite elegant with my look. Played, played down my sexuality, <laughs> but, I felt. But, um, oh, were, you, no. were you chewing gum? Everyone keeps telling me I was chewing gum. Yeah. Well, that's I was like Alex Ferguson in a wig. <laughs> I didn't mean to be chewing gum. Were you chewing gum? No, but my gentleman friend next to me had said, do you want some gum? Weren't you sitting next but to Jane Gold? She was on my right. Okay. had a gentleman friend she on my like, left. She looked like she'd hired um, as a sort of Victorian travelling companion. <laughs> you sitting there with your spectacles on and your hair pulled back. <laughs> that's very kind of you. Just Thank carrying you. a portmanteau. Thank you very much, Frank. Um, but no, my gentleman but friend you... said to me, oh, you're chewing... Um, he said, do you want some gum? Whenever anyone says that... I always yeah. think they mean you stink, mm. like your breast smells. So I had to take so it. I couldn't not take it. Oh. I'm really pleased because seeing just in your open, because you were laughing, your open dark mouth and just one <laughs> bit of white, it looked like a stray tooth. It looked like <laughs> oh, you no. were sort of... Oh, I didn't notice weird that. prospect. I was still reeling, <laughs> still reeling from a swan clip, <laughs> I think. Well, that's about it for our 100 show. I, for one, am glad it's over. Um, you can listen to the Not The Weekend podcast available from Wednesday, which will be brilliant. Looking forward to it. Martin Lee's on next. I don't even know Martin I Lee. I don't either. Exciting. Martin no. Lee. Yeah. Brilliant. So, um, what's happened to Ben Jones? That's what we're asking. I don't know. Well. He's not here today. That wasn't him on fire, was he? <laughs> <laughs> At the Brits, maybe yeah, it is. I thought, I thought a sort of silhouette of uh, baseball camp. He, he did say he was invited. Maybe that was, that was how. Yeah, so if you're... Um, <laughs> If you're not doing anything at around tea time, I'm I'm one of the judges on um, Let's Dance for Comet Relief. Oh, how exciting! Yeah, wow. I think it's me, Graham Norton, and um, Mubarak, <laughs> who now is doing a lot of uh, you know, president, former president Mubarak. Yeah, he's doing quite a lot of uh, show busy stuff. <laughs> so you know, bless him for that. Thank you very much for listening. I might I say I I just love you all. 
You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Working towards a mintier world with Tree Boss Soft Mints. <laughs> 